Greetings, aliens. It is me, your one and only host, Miss Ella Sanchez of the Nadia Pregunto podcast, because truly nobody asked for this podcast whatsoever, but I'm having a blast. I hope you are too. Hi, guys. It's another Sunday. So I'm here to unleash 10 pages worth of notes in this episode. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Low-key kind of want to make it like 30 minutes, but there's just too much information that I have gathered here today to discuss with you. Now, you read the title. I am gaslighting you a little bit just because I can. It's my podcast. You can clearly exit whenever you want. I really highly prefer that you don't, though, because you should listen to me. But like, I'm just solo digo no mas, like I'm just saying. But um, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Um, I just want to say if you're tuning in um, for the first time, hi, I love you. Thank you for joining uh, the aliens. You have a lot of homework to do, babe. Like you have a lot of episodes to listen to. I'm clearly on my fourth season of this. So you have three other seasons you can keep up with for real. Like the Kardashians, nar. No, keeping up with me, keeping up with this podcast. Subscribe, give me five stars. I deserve it um and also not only that but if you're tuning back in hi babe how are you i love the new haircut i hope that you're being safe and sound and healthy um i hope you're making some tea right now if you're on the road right now driving um i hope that my voice is you know mellow enough for you to be on the road for which i'm honored if it is um and yeah I hope that job interview went well. I hope you got the job. I hope that you got into grad school. I hope that you got that A on that test you were nervous about. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your lives, but um, just want to put all the feelers out there so you know. But with that being said, I am just going to jump into it, y'all. Um, I don't really know what else to say. All I can say is you read the title and yes, I'm gaslighting you a little bit. Um, but yeah, let's just get into it. I hope you enjoy. I mean, I know you will. <laughs> but anyways, love you all. See you on the other side. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hello, my aliens. We're back. Um, I just also want to state, um, I totally forgot that it's Easter. I, as you guys know, I'm not super religious, but um, it is Easter Sunday when I upload this. So I hope that you have a lovely Easter um, Passover as well. So whatever the case may be, there it is. I thought I would address it. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, guys, I'm going to just jump right into it. Um, no days off regarding um, this podcast because it is unfortunately, I'm kidding, it's not unfortunately, holiday season this weekend. So that's all I can really say. I'm totally kidding. If you celebrate it, dope. If you don't, you're just like me. But um, on this lovely, lovely Saturday afternoon actually technically evening uh it's basically 6 p.m at this point um so as you all know if you've already stuck with me for four seasons i one adore you would give you a kidney if you needed me to and two um i have four seasons i would like to reiterate that so if you know me at all at this point which you all should all right um i'm gonna give you a little pop quiz at some point you may not even know it but you will at some point um, but I always like to start my episodes with inspirations for every episode and why I'm doing it. I've been wanting to do an episode on kids, like on, um, why I don't want them personally and Loki, why you shouldn't either. Just saying, I'm just, I'm solo digo no mas, you know? Um, but like, I am gaslighting you in that title I have. Like, do you really want kids? Think about it. Think about it. Bien solo bien. Because uno nunca sabe que va a pasar en esta vida. So, my inspiration for this episode. So, as I like to make public to the whole world on my Twitter, on my Instagram, quite literally strangers I meet, other women I meet, um, I am currently on the IUD as birth control. I will do a video on it. I feel like when it's the full year I've had it with, I'm currently almost at a year. I got it in August, so August is not really that far away. But um, I will do a dedicated podcast episode and a video to it because I feel like regardless if there's a billion videos on YouTube about it, um, every experience is counting, especially on any form of birth control, not just like IUD. Um, any form of birth control, like if you're on it right now and you think, oh, I kind of want to talk about it, but like I don't think anybody would care. Trust me, someone does care. Believe it or not, someone cares. So, 
I'm just here to reiterate that. And actually, I've been wanting to make this episode for a while. And I also went to my gynecologist this week, just just girly things, you know? Um, and I wanted to get my IUD checked because, you know, as one is on the IUD and I would like to also emphasize as the copper IUD, the non-hormonal IUD, um, for any of the other IUD girls listening, um, mostly every woman I've met is on the Marina, Kyla, or, or no, Kylina, I think that's the other one, and Skyla. Um, I don't really think I've ever met other women with the copper IUD, so, um, hi, we're the same, basically. We just have two different things going up in our pussy right now, so. Um, but uh, I went to go to my uh, my gyno this week, and I was like, I just want you to check on it to see if it's good, if it's in place, you know. Um, don't really, I mean, it is a definitely a get it and forget it moment uh, type of birth control, which I love, and it's super low-key, like no one knows I have an ID. I really walk this planet just with a T-shaped device in my pussy right now i'm so serious like no one knows about it i just think that's so funny and i also googled before i went on a flight for my flight for miami in december um if like tsa can see that on the x-ray like low-key i really googled it i was like wait am i is my cover gonna be blown like haha it's really funny i'm not i'm not i'm i'm i just think it's so funny to talk about um i love talking about it because it is my personality trait now um I love meeting women with the IUD. I'm like, oh my God, girl, same. Which one do you have? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I went to my gyno this week so she could check the placement and see if it's all good um, and everything is good to go. Coochie healthy, vaginal health is dope, you know. Please go see your gynecologist even if you there's nothing to see. Uno nunca sabe. I'm a big advocate for seeing someone checking your pussy basically and checking your genitalia. <laughs> um tmi but also like this is your warning like do it like even if you haven't had sex in a year bitch doesn't even have to be sex related just straight up get it checked you never fucking know what can happen maybe you have an underlying disease which i really hope not whoever's listening to this i really hope you don't but go get checked go get tested as well okay it's not a shame to get tested all right but regardless enough about my um, advocation for things, if that's even a word. I'm just going to pretend it is for today. Um, but yeah, I went to see my gyno and I also want to not have her just check my, uh, IUD, but to also ask her like, Hey, do you guys do like tubal ligation? Like I'm kind of looking for something more permanent. And she was, and also I know I got a real gynecologist, you guys, for the ladies that are not for, that are just like me and they don't want kids. And unfortunately you were kind of blessed, but also kind of unfortunate to have fertility i am one of them and i'm not gonna lie ovulation week is just oozy goozy paloozy in the toilet for real if you know you know just discharge central but i would know i'm ovulating right now uh-huh. but so um i wanted to i was telling her i was like hey like i want something more permanent like i am cool with the iud right now i'm great with it it took me a really long time to adjust but like to have these like because the reason I went in is because um not only to get the placement checked that was primarily the reason but also um I had my period and then um the day after was fine and then the day after after um I had bleeding like not like not spotting like not spotting you guys like if you're a woman you know what it means to spot after your period I wasn't spotting and for the guys that are listening spotting is basically just the brown color of blood like older blood essentially that's exactly what it means it's just older blood leaving the body um and mine was like you know like red or like reddish darkish reddish but it was still a red tone and I know this is super TMI but we gotta fucking talk about it I don't care if you're a man and squeamish like bitch if you have a wife a girlfriend you need to learn about this information if you haven't already just saying and if you are single um, you need to know this information if you are a straight heterosexual man. Sorry, I'm just saying you need to know this information. Um, because if your future wife, girlfriend, whoever, whoever comes up to you is like, hey, um, I'm having this problem. You're gonna be like, what does that mean? Tell them that your girl over here at Nadia Preguntó sent you because I'm telling you. So I was concerned. I was like, oh my God, this has only happened to me once. And it was very the early stages of me getting my IUD inserted. So I would expect, I would expect something like that during the early stages of me getting an IUD inserted, just my period adjusting, my menstrual cycle completely changing and shifting, whatever. And 
I was scared a little bit. I sent her a message in my patient portal. <laughs> I was like, hey, like, I'm kind of panicking. Like, is this the end for me? You know, I my gynecologist is so fucking sick of me, yo. She is done with me. Like, anything that is somewhat remotely 1% off in my cycle, I just feel the need to send her a message. I'm just like, girl, is this the end? Tell me if it's, tell me if it's the end. Tell me if this is, like, the last straw. Tell me if this is the last straw for my life. I feel so bad for her, Loki. <laughs> but bless her heart, she didn't have to see me, but she did. Um, and I was telling her, she's like, okay, interesting. So she checked it out, everything was fine, but that's like the primary reason I went in and I was like, oh my God, this is the end. And um, so uh, I was like, hey, like I really am looking for something more serious, more permanent. Like I don't really want to be on birth control my whole life, let alone anything time soon really like I told myself I would wait longer to really come to a decision about actually getting permanently sterilized like for real um and then also what kind of held me back is that she told me that like she's like well actually recently like a lot of gynecologists and I are like kind of in agreement that if you don't want children instead of tying your tubes or quote tying your tubes which isn't really like tying um it would just essentially just be a cut in the fallopian tube but she was saying how like now a lot of people a lot of uh gynecologists are saying that like if you want if you don't want children anymore if you don't want them at all you can get your fallopian tubes removed so for me i was like oh that's a big commitment i thought we were just like cutting some stuff and calling it a day and she was like no like um basically it's kind of similar to a regular like a tube ligation like tubal ligation uh except for that some parts are going to be removed and also it just prevents ovarian cancer so if it prevents ovarian cancer we prefer to do that because you don't want to deal with that in the future i was like fair but holy shit i did not know this so um you never know what can happen when you go check your you know body <laughs> you never know what you're gonna learn so um, I thought I would share all of this with you today for the women and the men that are listening or just anyone that's listening. Like, this is my mental capacity. Like, this is literally what I think about daily basis. Like, every single day, not a day passes by where I'm like, oh, I don't want kids. Like, <laughs> I always, I literally make it a whole personality trait. I'm, I'm serious. Like, I know that it's like cringy because it's like, I saw this TikTok a while ago. It was like, nobody, absolutely nobody. People that don't want kids oh, I don't want kids. Like, it's just so funny because like I make it my whole personality trait because it's true. Like I don't. And I'd like to tell people that very early on in my life. And also for some reason, it makes them change your perception of you. Like, I don't know why, especially men and also some women too. They're like, like they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Just because you want that, like the most cliche woman in the world that wants it does not mean I do. So with that, I lead to my disclaimers for today's episode. Um, I'm sorry, um, if you are one of those people that are a parent, hi, bless your heart, I know you try really hard in the life that you live, um, I see that parents are very hardworking, no matter what kind of parent you are, whether you're not the best parent in the world, I honestly really believe that if you try, you're a pretty good parent, that's just me, that's just me, I know a lot of people would have disagreeing statements about that, but I will say, like, I will be criticizing those who want kids. Like, that is the point. Not in a rude or negative way. Like, I'm just saying, like, this is my podcast. I am critiquing and calling out people that say they want kids. And by that, I mean make it a whole deal. Like, they don't do any further, like, pensimientos, algo así. Like, if you guys don't really think about the further of how that's going to look for you. Like, if you know you want kids... And you really sat down, sat whoa, sat down with that thought in your life at some point in your life, and you really discussed it out loud, talked about it with someone in therapy, your partner, etc. Then yes, I believe that you should have kids. But these are for the people that just say willy nilly every five minutes. They're like, I want kids, baby fever, whatever. I'm like, no, you don't understand the gravity of what it means to have children. Clearly. And sorry, they're not accessories. Children are not accessories that you can just personalize and decor like decorate. Like they are human beings that you're bringing into this world involuntarily, might I add. They had no say in having any any like 
point. So if you're going to get offended by that, me criticizing those type of people, then, hey, I'm sorry, you don't deserve to be a parent. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If you're going to be mad that I'm saying like, oh, like, you know, people that want kids and don't think about it at all shouldn't have them. And if you're going to get offended by that statement, then baby, like you should really sit down with your thoughts and think like, oh, maybe I really should consider if I want children or not with the life I have. But I'm not here to judge you for real. I'm just going to talk my talk. You can leave now if you want. I'm not going to be mad at you if you do that. But I'm just saying, it may come off as rude to you, and I'm not trying to be. I'm just stating that it's going to be in a nice but sassy kind of way of how I am going to critique not having kids and the people that say it just to say it and don't really know the gravity of what it means. And yeah, like, it's not like a wow, you're wrong, essentially. Like, low-key in my mind, it kind of is. But <laughs> in reality, it's not, you know? There's no shame in wanting to have children and really really wanted to build a family there's nothing wrong with that it's just did you think about it first did you really sit down with your thoughts and really think about the life you were going to have once you have a child let alone multiple so that's all I'm going to say and I'm not telling you how to live your life because that's not my damn business and the way I live my life is not your damn business and if you're one of those people let alone women especially that's like oh a real woman doesn't want kids a real woman wants kids wow like, don't do that. Don't don't be a pick me. Cause I, I promise you the the we don't care about the fucking pick me's here. All right. I don't care. You shouldn't care. I'm gonna either have my kids in this future or not. None of your damn business for real. But um I am also speaking on behalf of the trauma I have witnessed in my life and that the I continue to live through and unfortunately have not healed from yet. And I really will speak on that because I did try researching like the science behind like why people that have had trauma and abuse and everything like that choose not to when sometimes it's the other way around, you know, they're like, oh, I want to do something better. I want to make it better for my future family and my future kids or whatever. And there's some people that are now retracting. They're like, no, that's not something I really want to take on. Um, and I'm one of those people at first, I will say in very early stages of my life, like early high school, early middle school, I wanted kids. I wanted like five and then I got older and you realize how life changes you. <laughs> That's what I mean when I say like, y'all say you want kids, but you don't think about it. Like me, I was truly fully all in to have kids at some point, but then you look at the bigger picture as you get older, you see shit you see what the world really looks like. You have to pay fucking taxes, bro. Who the fuck invented that shit? I didn't. I have other things to worry about. I want all the money I make in my life to go to me and my partner. Like that is that so wrong? No. But you get older and you see what life really looks like. And ever since I got older, from my early middle school to early high school and everything, I realized that kids are not for me. And the world and the state of the world right now is especially not ready to have a child from my end, especially to come into this world. I do not want to expose my children to the real depths and sadness of life because it is a beautiful thing to experience, but it's also terrifying, let alone, sorry, we're not going to live on this planet much longer. You may not believe that. Live in denial if you want. Low-key, all of us kind of are, but in reality, hate to break it to you, but if you're going to have kids in like 2065, I'm telling you, there may not be a lot of options for you if you too decide to have kids. But hey, you know what? I'm not a scientist, clearly, so I'm not going to speak on that either. So I did want to dive in now. Just wanted to give the disclaimer out there because it is a big disclaimer because I think it's something that a lot of people will find offensive, unfortunately. But it's not my problem. So you can leave now. You could have been gone this whole time. I don't know. But I'm not here to judge you either. And so with that, I actually begin this episode. So I have done an episode on the nuclear family, the concept of it. And if you don't know what the nuclear family is, it's basically just like mother, daughter, or no, JK. <laughs> uh -huh. Father, mother, two kids, three kids, however many kids, like daughter, brother, etc., you know, you already know the most cliche thing in the entire world. Now, when did the obsession and the need for nuclear families exist? Now, nuclear families have been around for centuries. 
But it was not officially called, quote, the nuclear family until the 1900s, especially the 1920s, 1940s. I saw different research saying like 1920s, 1940s, something like that. However, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, um, the nuclear family dates back to the 1920s when the academic fields of anthropology and sociology were both still young. The Oxford English Dictionary uh, cites, whoa, that is a really cool but really complicated name. Bronislaw <laughs> Malawinski. Monica Lewinsky, I'm kidding. Uh, considered a founder of social anthropology and the coiner of the term. Now, I'm sorry. I will link all of this, the sources I'm using in my description if you want to go read that further. You're always more than welcome to. That's why I cite stuff when I'm curious about it and I just want to let it out with you. But, um, yeah, it was, the concept of it has been around for centuries. But actually putting a name to a face kind of deal, it's been around since like the 1900s, essentially. I saw, like I said, like 1920s, 1940s as the official term it was called and founded upon. Um, but the real question we have to ask here is, why did the nuclear family concept happen now? Essentially, a lot of people say the Industrial Revolution, which, by the way, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, if I'm being honest, the only thing I do remember from history is the women's suffrage and the Industrial Revolution, which I'm not going to lie to you. Those are probably the most two important key factors and key elements in all of history of the U.S. as to how things were founded upon today. I don't know if you agree with me. Sorry. Um, I'm not a big history geek. As many people obviously know, I'm not crazy about history. Too, inf too much information. Why are you reminis reminiscing on the past this much? But I think that from everything I've gathered in my life and things I find out through history, a lot of it came and stemmed from the Industrial Revolution and women's suffrage. So don't quote me on that. Obviously, I'm not a historian, clearly. I would have no interest in being that either. But why did the nuclear family concept happen? Why? Like, what was the re like? What was the reason for real? And according to Be Business, so many things, so many things from this website that I really wanted to share with you all. But the question, essentially, the what the article is asking is: Did the Industrial Revolution promote nuclear families? Now, some historians say most of the time that yes, but others have said no. I'm not here to take either side. I'm just saying that either side has a point. But according to Be Business, did the Industrial Revolution promote nuclear families? The emergence of industrialization and early capitalism pushed forward the idea of the nuclear family according to some historians. These historians believed that the emergence of proto-industrialization and early capitalism caused the nuclear family to become a financially viable social unit. And furthermore, uh, during the Industrial Revolution, families moved to cities. Men who were seen as the strongest source of labor for a hungry industrial world went to work during the day while the women would stay home to tend to the house and raise the children. That's how the Industrial Revolution promoted the nuclear family, at least in the Western world. Furthermore, there's more. However, some historians disagree that the Industrial Revolution actually made the family unit stronger. Sociologist Bridget Berger, for example, claims that the Industrial Revolution of having men and women... Oh no, whoa. Skipped a line, you guys. So according to the sociologist Bridget Berger, uh, she claims, or they claim, that the Industrial Revolution seriously weakened the family unit by promoting the nuclear family. Instead of having men and women work together on farms in cohesive rural communities, they were forced into teaming anonymous cities where men worked backbreaking labor while women were co-signed to do domestic uh drudgery which is essentially just kind of boring dull work um and when i read that i was like that's so true so true bestie i i don't agree but also it's like i'm kind of curious as to why um because like why like what was the reason for it everybody kind of just wants to know but i feel like in those times 
it's just like everybody thought they were dying <laughs> especially during war times everyone thought that they were dying hence the baby boom like that when husband returned from war get cracking on those kids basically um and we also saw another baby boom um in the pandemic because everyone was home bored you know it's like bound to happen low-key but so another question comes up is like why the nuclear family is flawed to others worldwide same website so according to be business i'm just going to read it all it's a lot of info so take that information if you will um i will link it obviously um it is a lot of info so if you don't catch what i'm saying you can always reread it. Um, but according to Be Business, um, so Tristan Fisher at HistoryFutureNow.com recently wrote an article entitled Why the Nuclear Family Needs to Die in Order for Us to Live. In that article, Fisher describes how the nuclear family is, quote, a historical aberration and ultimately doomed to fail. Why is a nuclear family a bad thing? Here are some points that Fisher brings up to his piece. So to reiterate, um, Tristan Fisher wrote an article basically just questioning and saying the nuclear family needs to die and just to go extinct. Loki, I kind of agree. I'll get into why for me, at least not his reasonings, but for me. But here are his, here are some points that he brings up. So in many parts of the world, extended families remain the norm to this day, including in Latin America, Africa, the Middle East, and Southern Europe. Even in ancient Western civilizations such as Rome, the family unit called the paterfamilias encompassed all of the immediate families living in a household along with a variety of slaves, uh, freedmen, and clients. Today, we're seeing the final results of the transformative changes of the industrial industrial revolution of flesh uh, Fisher writes. Sorry, it's really small the writing. <laughs> we are seeing the same pattern occurring in countries like China today, where millions of young Chinese from the central and western parts of China have left their hometowns and villages to seek jobs and factories along the coast many households are neither extended families nor nuclear families but rather single dwellings or group dormitories right or no with a completely different set of social rules and norms in the united states multi-generational households are on the rise uh, parentheses going from 11.5 percent of american households in 2007 to 14.6 percent in 2009 is that updated? Of course not, obviously. But it gets the point across. So I'm not going to lie to you. I agree. That's just me. You can take that information if you will or not. I'm not here to judge you if you do or not. But now, the really famous question to ask now is when did the nuclear family concept start to die down, start to fade away, start to be questioned a little, little bit more? And so, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, here are some stats from 1970 to 2013. I know, not super recent, but I was short on time. <laughs> but also, I'm just trying to get the point across as to, like, when it began to be questioned. So, just bear with me, you know. <laughs> but according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, over the past four decades, the American family has been drastically altered. New data from the Census Bureau released this week, aka the article that was written in 2013, uh, shows just how much families have changed in recent years. Here are some major changes demographers note about how American households changed between 1970 and 2013. I will reiterate, not that recent, but you get the gist. One, fewer family households. A family household includes two or more people living in the same home who are related by blood, marriage, or adoption. Such groups made up 66% of American households in 2013, down from 81% in 1970. Two, more people living alone. In 2013, 27% of households were one-person households, up from 17% in 1970. Three, decline in the nuclear family. In 1970, 40% of households were married couples with children. Such households made up just 19% of homes in 2013. That's a big change. 
Four, later marriages. The median age at first marriage was 29 for men and 26.6 for women in 2013, up from 23.2 for men and 20.8 for women in 1970. What do you know? What do you know? Let's see. Five, smaller families. The average number of people per household dropped from 3.1 in 1970 to 2.5 in 2013. Six, fewer children. The average number of children per family declined from 1.3 in 1970 to 0.9 in, well, excuse me, 2013. And last but not least, number seven, parents not marrying. Of children living with only a mother, 48% had a mother who had never been married in 2013, up from 7% in 1970. Now, that was a lot of info. I'll give you some time to think about it. You can pause this, just take some time, or rewind if you want. But now you know. Now people are really realizing that this isn't really for them. <clears throat> um, and there's nothing wrong with that either, you know? I think that these are really great informational stats, you know? Informative, if you will. But now, now that you know all this information, you can also listen to my episode, which I'm pretty sure I also titled Nuclear Families Need to D-Word on one of my, on my, I don't know what season it was. I can't tell you which one off the top of my head, off the top of the dome, but that is where I talk about how flawed it is. Um, but just the gist of it, kind of just common sense, bro. Like nobody wants to be in a marriage that they hate. A lot of people back then were doing that just for the sake of doing that, especially women. Whether you choose to believe me or not, whether you choose to live in denial about that, it's a real thing. So, or it was at least, people stay in marriages they're not happy with for whatever the reason may be. It's not my business to judge that regardless. But it was common and it's still not as common. It's not as common anymore. But it still happens. It's not like it doesn't exist, but it has decreased significantly. And that's what I can live for. I'm not going to lie to you. So don't stay with someone that you hate. That's pretty much all I can say. But now on to me, <laughs> of course, <laughs> because a lot of people ask me like why I personally don't want children. Um, I might as well just be honest. Um, I have a lifetime of reasons why. Um, but why I personally don't want kids um, is a very long list. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe, hey, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not possible. Maybe one day. But also, isn't it the same as when people that are older that don't have children that low-key wish they did? It's the same thing for people that had kids, but they also think about their lives if they didn't have it. Now, I, the number one reason why I don't want kids is because I love the freedom. I just love freedom too much to ever sacrifice that. For me, I've always envisioned myself, me as an individual, um, always traveling, always moving from city to country, city to country, country to country. Like, that's how I see myself. Like, I am comfortable saying that I see myself in years from now, going from Miami to LA, LA to Miami, like back and forth. And I told myself that I would move to Spain. Um, I want to I want to move to Spain and Peru in my life after I live in Miami, after I graduate, after I have money in my account that I can rely on, income that I can really rely on to move from such a different place, you know. Um, I think that it's such an important thing in life to see, to not be tied down to one place, let alone one location like there is so much to this life that you don't know about and it's kind of hard to do and drop everything and travel the world and live in different parts of the world and learn about different lifestyles and different cultural aspects if you have children and I can honestly say with certainty that I can't do that I, I wouldn't be able to do that with a kid a lot of people would be like well I've done it whatever it's like First of all, if you have done that, why are you disrupting a child's life that much? You know, it's like a lot of people prefer to settle down when they have children and stay in one place and very rarely do they move. Like I feel like I've met people that have maybe moved once, 
tops when they had children, you know. I feel like it's better to stay in one place, of course. Um, but also, it's like, I don't really want to give that up. I don't want to have children have to rely on, you know, finding a new school for them in a different country I moved to, having to find out how to keep them safe or how to do all of that when I can simply just do that myself with no strings attached, no commitment, no need to console with someone like, hey, do you think we should do this? No, this is my life, yo. This is my life. I don't want to have to consult with a a kid of mine to be like, hey, do you feel comfortable going to Spain for like a year or two, you know? Do you feel that way? And then my my hypothetical kid's going to be like, no, I have friends here. I'm like, too bad, we're doing it. You know, it's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that either. I wouldn't feel like I should do that. I wouldn't have the right to do that, especially if the kid's so young, you know? If the kid was like maybe 25, then sure, they can stay wherever they are. Like, they can do whatever they want. But for me... Also, living that far away from my hypothetical family, too, I don't know if I could ever do it either. That's terrifying. Like, what happens if an emergency comes up and I'm living in Peru and my kid's living in LA? Like, what am I going to do? Like, that's going to be a really hard and tough thing to do. Like, I have, I've thought about this thing. I have thought about this incredibly deeply. I'm not over here saying I don't want kids just to say I don't want it. Like, I'm over here saying I don't want kids for my lack of freedom for having to be tied down to a responsibility. I'm over here envisioning what my life would look like if I had a kid in this moment in time and how they don't fit. It just isn't possible. Let alone, how am I supposed to make a career for myself and fully dedicate my 1,000% time and undivided attention to that if I have other obligations such as a child that isn't something that's one, two, three and call it a day. No, they have classes. They have to get an education. They have to have activities. They have to have extracurriculars and all that. How am I supposed to do that if I'm tied down? How am I supposed to do anything, quite literally, with having a responsibility such as having a child? It just doesn't click for me. It just doesn't. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Damn. Gonna write that down because I snapped. Uh Because, like, in reality, you guys, like, really think about it. Like, I do not want to deal... Also, another topic is that when kids get older, they're dicks. I'm sorry. Like, I know that if anybody that's listening to this and has a kid, yo, I I know that your kid was probably one time really sassy to you in a mean way. But there is a difference between being a dick and being and setting a boundary within your parents. Because I don't know who the fuck thought that... Just because you're a parent, you can't set boundaries and you can do whatever the fuck you want. No, that's not the case. Maybe when they're actual infants and newborns, then yes, you have the say in absolutely everything. But the second a child turns about 16 and above, they have a moral compass. You don't need to remind them of shit. Hey, if they say they want to get married at 16, you tell them, hey, that's a stupid fucking idea. But if they're over here like, hmm, mom, I don't know, I really want to be like a lawyer instead of a doctor one day. You can't be over here saying that's not possible. Fuck you if you're that type of parent. Go to hell. But I just, there's so many things that like come through like with childhood and parenting and everything. And I don't want to deal with a hypothetical kid of mine being rude to me. It's like, yo, who said that? If I'm not, if I'm also being, if they're also being rude to me, if they're just being rude for the sake of that, and they also just think that they can get whatever they want, then I clearly did something wrong, if that's the case. Because there's a difference between setting a boundary as a child between a parent versus telling them what they have to do, telling them how it should be. Sorry. Whether you want to agree with me or not, and I know a lot of the parents that are listening to this, if you are a parent listening to this, you're probably like, oh, that's not how you do it. I don't care. All right. I don't care. You are not, you know, parenting proposition over here. You are not the parenting police. Okay. There are a lot of parents in the world that are terrible people and y'all don't call them, call them out. You need to call out the people that are terrible parents and never deserve to have children. So many examples. I'm not going to get into the details, but you obviously have a common brain and you can figure that out on your own. Dark things, dark people, terrible people. Why are you pointing out and calling out flaws of parents that may not have a similar parenting style as you? 
I have met terrible women that are not going to be great mothers. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Like I'm serious. Like I say this with all my love. Like my sister, I adore her. She's the best person in the world. She's literally like my best friend and I love her, but she has said she doesn't want to be a mom. And I honestly don't see her as that. I don't think that's offensive either. I think it's just the reality. Like, oh, well, she's more about her career and her cat and her pets rather than having a kid. And that's not wrong either. That's not a wrong answer. That's just reality. Like some people are really not meant to be kids. Like for real. I mean, not meant to be parents. And so it comes with the concept of kids are not accessories. I really want you listening to this right now to envision your morning routine, your daily routine, your night routine right now, in this moment of time, in your space right now, wherever you're listening to this, if you're in the car, if you're in your room, if you're doing like if you're cleaning around the house right now, and you're listening to me talking, which I appreciate, by the way, really envision your life right now in this moment of time, at the age you are, with the things you know in this moment in time, with all the knowledge you have gathered through the years, however old you are, please truly envision your life in this current moment and ask yourself, does a kit fit into this? What will I have to give up? Can I take care of, a, of my pet the same way if not more and above and beyond that I can take care of a future child? Those are the questions you should be asking yourself. Me? And this time? I have actually a lot of time in this time in my life right now. I am employed, but I do work part-time because I have school. I have other stuff I want to do. I have other commitments I want to put. I literally had dance all day today, basically. I had dance from 10.30 in the morning up until... 1.30 p.m., all right? My legs are tired. Do you think I really want to come home and deal with a kid right then and there? Hell no. No. Do you think I really want to come after being agotada, dripping in sweat, bro, smelly as hell, and think, oh, let me go see my kid and change a diaper right now. Like, no. That doesn't sound right at all. That doesn't sound like my life at all. Hell no, yo. And that brings up my point that this concept of having children, having a family, but in particular heavily relying and focusing on having children, I want to remind you, kids are not accessories. I really want you to envision that life. I really want you to envision the life you live right now and think, does a child fit into this? If they don't, then hey, hate to break it to you, child is not for you right now at all if you ever choose to not have them. But you guys that don't think about having children, they, you guys really say, I want kids. But you truly don't even know what that means. And that's fine too. But that's also a thing that you can also do on your own time. Me, I have thought in my head, like, do I actually want children? Like, in actuality, I wouldn't mind. I really wouldn't. But I have come to the conclusion of not wanting to have kids because of the life I want to live. I know for a fact I want to live in Spain. I know for a fact I want to live in Peru one day. I even want to retire in Peru, bro. All right? I want to retire there, never look back on the U.S. I want to be able to retire comfortably in a safe spot in my life and be happy and live a happy life. And whatever that means, of course, that's going to be a lot of things I have to worry about. I have to worry about actually finding the right partner that's going to do this with me if I really choose to have one, you know, it's like, I don't want to be tied down to things that intensely. Maybe the most I will actually do is a lifetime, lifelong partner, but that's about it. I I don't think I could ever tie down to something that intensely, fully commit to something that intensely, such as a child, especially. I am changing my routine all the time. I actually, for the Today was the first day I actually had dance back to back. Usually I have from dance in the morning from 10.30 to 12. Today, I went from 10.30 to 1 p.m., almost 2 p.m. Yo, it's exhausting, but I'm really happy I did it. But if I had a child right now, do you think I would have been able to do that? Hell no. Hell no. All right? And for me, if we're talking about physical worries of mine, I am worried about my physical appearance. I am. 
and that's not a crime either it's not a crime for women to say hey i don't i really want to just be in my best shape and i i will sacrifice kids for that that's not a wrong thing either like society and continuously men over and hyper focus on women's appearances yet the second they decide to do something different with their appearance let alone have a child maybe and they look quote in their point of view different or quote not as feminine or quote worn out y'all dip y'all judge y'all are terrible people and especially the type of women that judge the bodies of other women because i follow this one personal trainer um uh i don't remember her name i think her name is danny and she has the company the gym clothing brand for the peach really cute stuff i haven't bought anything but i definitely want to and she just had a kid recently like very recently and I don't really have Instagram too much, so I just knew she was having a kid. I never knew when. I didn't keep tabs on it like some people do. I don't really know why. But eventually, she had her kid, right? She gave birth. And she was talking about in her, like, she posted on her story as if she needed to do that. Which, by the way, I'm going to say this because it was horrendous for me to read as a person that doesn't even have children. She was like, hey, like, essentially, not word for word, but essentially, she was like, hey, guys, like, I, I really don't need to address this again, let alone will I ever address this again, but I don't appreciate you guys in my comments and in my, um, in my DMs saying I shouldn't post the way I look right now. I just had a baby. I'm tired. Um, I have dark circles everywhere. Like, I'm not in my PT, like, personal trainer shape. Like, I, I'm just telling you. I was like, hold on. <laughs> hold on seriously hold on <laughs> primarily her following is women it's true for me to read that as a non-parent as not even a mother not even planning on becoming one do you know how terrible that was for me even as a woman in general i don't need to be a parent or a woman to know what it's like to struggle with physical appearance and struggle with wanting to look your best because apparently in the eyes of so many people it's like oh if you don't do this you're not a woman enough but when i read it i was like oh my god i cannot believe she feels the need to even address this like are you serious like i want I want the women that are listening to this really just envision the struggles you have had in your physical appearance, your insecurities, physically speaking, and then have a stranger completely just comment as if they have the right to do so on your postpartum body, as if they know you enough to do that, let alone at all. Yo, it fucking blew my mind. And a lot of women go through that as well. A lot of women and people that give birth go through that all the time time it's terrible and that's also a reason why i don't want children because it's like yo why are you commenting on something that you have no right to be talking about i don't care if you bounced back after your pregnancy i don't care if you went into the gym 99 hours out of the fucking year or the month or whatever into the gym and be like i got rid of my postpartum body you should too like oh my god like have some shame in yourself, yo, if you're one of those type of people, let alone this type of women. Like, my sister in Christ, stand up. And also, let me tell you why you're wrong and then sit your ass down and shut up because that's fucked up. How absolutely dare you think that you have a right to comment on that information? Having the nerve to comment on someone that you don't even know. Yo, some days I just lose brain cells from listening to other women, especially just people in general. Yo. I cannot with y'all, but also the concept that also brings me to my major reason why I don't want children, <laughs> just after going on a rampage, no big deal, but it's the trauma, trauma, trauma is a real, real reason why I don't want it, because whether I heal from the trauma I have lived and still do or not, which I plan to do, that doesn't change how I do not want to pass it down. It doesn't. It doesn't change that. <clears throat> and I've met a lot of women that say like, oh, I'm going to make things different. I'm like, I really hope that you mean that because it's going to be hard. And I'm not saying life is easy, let alone having children is easy, having a family is easy, let alone healing yourself first, then doing all of that. 
I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but hell, I don't want to do it. Me personally, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that commitment. I don't. Trauma really changes your perception of the world. And I'm not saying you should use that as, as an excuse for everything. I was like, oh, it's a trauma. Haha. Like, no, don't do that. But it is a really major enough reason for me to say, mm, I'm going to opt out of that parenting life. Because as we discussed earlier, nuclear families are quite literally not the way to go. And that's okay. That's fine. But what happens if you did become a nuclear family? You got married. You found the love of your life. And all of a sudden they do you wrong. Because I'm tired of people saying like, oh, like... Mar- just marry someone you trust and marry someone that really loves you and knows that you that you, they wouldn't hurt you. I'm like, sweetie, <laughs> you really believe that. You really believe with your whole heart and your whole promise that the most trustworthy person that you know and love can't hurt you? I'm sorry. It's true. Whether you want to accept it or not, it's true. The people that love, quote, love you the most can do you the worst damage in your life, the worst trauma, the worst everything. And I'm not risking that. Sorry, I'm not. That's just a personal preference. I'm okay with, you know, having to maybe break up with someone after a long time. Yeah, you just say goodbye and leave. You get that bread, you get that head and leave, yo. And if you were never married, it's even easier. You never have to see them again, ever like for real so I don't want to pass down the intergenerational trauma down to my quote hypothetical kids because if you don't know what integrational trauma is so according to uh, psychologist Colette Lord she states how the psycho okay so integrational trauma is the phys- oh the psychological theory that trauma can be passed down through the generations to affect those who didn't directly experience the original traumatic experience and a common example that a lot of um people use to describe that definition is uh slavery and women's suffrage like really deep impactful yet insane historical events that great grandmothers great grandfathers experienced pass that down to their grandfathers and grandparents pass that down to your your mother and father and then pass that down to you as their offspring it is layered in so many ways it's interesting yet really terrifying but I I have lived enough trauma to know it's not for me and it scares me and I don't want to pass that down let alone even risk it. It doesn't matter if I dedicate 1,000% of my time to actually commit to making it a better time. It doesn't matter if I fully commit 1,000%, give up everything, to fully commit to having children that don't experience generational trauma. That's exhausting. I'm not doing that. Hence why I don't want to have the kids. <laughs> why would I do all that when I can just simply not have them? And so... I want to say a couple things before I dismiss myself. Um, I'm just going to state a bunch of random things at the same time. Just stop doing this if you're a parent or if you're not. One, stop telling people that don't want kids that they'll change their mind. Just saying. there are, I've met people that are pretty sure that they don't want any. So there's that. And I also told my gynecologist this week when I went to see her about since I mentioned tubal ligation and then we talked about it and she was like hey like I'm not trying to convince you I'm not that's not what I'm here to do I'm here to be your gynecologist and if you're really 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 sure about getting your tube a tubal ligation I'm gonna I do it for you but what happens if you meet someone in the future what happens if you meet someone and you want to give them a kid and everything I was like whoa whoa (laughs) now miss (laughs) ma'am I was telling her how having a child shouldn't be the default for how you show love to someone you are delusional if you think that way sorry not really actually there are so many forms to show someone you love them like have we not like had the five languages explained to us for a million times having a child 
should not be the default of how you show love to your partner unless you both agree to it. That That's pretty much it. Like, why are you, as a, pe- as a person, telling your partner, like, if you really love me, you give me a kit. If you really love me, you give me a kit. Because that exists. Whether you want to believe it or not, it exists. But having a child with someone should not be the only default and the only form of, quote, love. I just don't think that's the right thing. I don't. I can show you love in 5,000 different ways if I love someone, if I know them well enough. I can make them breakfast in the morning. I can cook for them. I can, you know, give them lots of love and kisses and everything. I can be cuddly. I can give them my time and attention. I can give them help in the financial aspect or the uh, career aspect or the emotional uh, aspect. But why do I need to tell you that I love you through a child? That's just stupid. I'm sorry, it is. Unless you both agree that that's a mutual love language for you both, sure. Live in that denial if you want. But that shouldn't be the only form of love that you give off. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's not the only answer. Love comes in so many different forms. So there's that. And if you are a parent listening to this, why are you complaining about being a parent? And I get that being a parent is never easy. And I'm not asking you if you are a parent to actually be like, I, you're not a parent, you don't know. Before you even start with that, before you even start with your little argument and your little thesis you prepared for me, I understand that you can get frustrated. I totally agree. Like if I had a child yelling in my ear every few fucking minutes, I would be pretty pissed. I'm not going to lie. But like also, like every, every parent says it's worth it, it's worth it. And I just like see more parents disagreeing with that. They're like contradicting their own words. And when I say that, I mean, for example, a very minor example, and I have seen this on not just this example I'm about to mention, but this YouTuber I, um, I watch occasionally, Melanie Cruz, she is originally a TikToker, but she turned into a YouTuber. She does TikTok, all that jazz. Um, and I actually like watching her because she's so inspiring. She's like, she's up at 4am working out, eating clean, cleaning herself. I'm like obsessed. I'm like, I need to keep that mentality going because I need to wake up earlier. I need to get my shit in order. And she's an inspo for that. So shout out to Melanie Cruz. Um, But I remember she was sponsored by Gymshark, the um, gym apparel brand on Instagram. So she did like a quick like mini vlog on her Instagram about her gym day. And she was wearing all Gymshark, right? Because she was promoted. She was, it was a paid promotion. So then eventually her video got posted to the main Gymshark Instagram, if that makes sense. So they shared her video and I was like, oh my God, I saw the story and I was like, oh my God, it's Melanie. So I watched the video and I read the comments because I was like, I know, I, I feel like I need to read the comments for some reason. And look what I, <laughs> of course I was right. And so the comments, of course, were all from the parents, the little bitter parents, if you will. One of the comments was like, enjoy the body while you have it, girl. Second one is like, she clearly doesn't have kids, lol. Now, if you supposedly love parenthood the way you exclaim and say, it's all worth it in the end as a parent, why are you giving backhanded compliments? Why are you over there in someone's Instagram little video that they were just straight up just trying to make for the excitement just for them, just to get promoted because they were also paid to make that video? And you're over here like, "Uh, she clearly doesn't have kids to be waking up at 4 a.m.? Yo, and what about it? You chose to have it. You chose to have a child wake you up at the crack of dawn to talk to you first thing in the morning. You chose to live that life. You willingly decided to do that. So don't come over here judging younger women and younger people that don't have children. You're like, just just wait. Just wait until you have kids. Just you wait. Just you wait. No. Because you're giving backhanded compliments. How are you going to compliment a woman that's like, oh, I'm getting my morning routine ready. I'm actually really like making my life easier, blah, blah, blah. I'm up in the gym at 4 a.m. at 5 a.m., whatever the case may be. And you're over here like, actually, um, you don't have kids yet. So you're going to see how that that's going to go downhill. It's like, okay. What is like, why are you like that? Why, why do you feel the need to critique someone that doesn't have children? Also hating on like, I have actually met a lot of women and they have said it like stranger so it's like stranger women to me um 
And hey, you know what? They probably most likely maybe I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that they meant the comments that they said to me as nice. But they were like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so like, you're so gorgeous. Just wait until you have kids. I've had that. And I've told them, I was like, I'm not having kids. And they're like, and they just like, they don't know what to say. You know, it's like, yo, first of all, before you assume that I'm going to have children, which by the way, you, you literally are just complimenting me. Thank you. But like, don't go further. That's just really weird. Don't make assumptions about me when you don't know me. Um, but the whole comment of just wait until you have kids, your body's going to change. Your body's going to look different. I'm like, I'm aware of that. And that's also one reason I don't want to do that. So hop off my dick, bro. Like hop off my dick. You're over here getting a little bitter about having kids and how it changed your body, changed your routine, changed your lifestyle, changed your morals and your mentality and your everything. How, like, does that make any sense to anyone that's listening? Because it doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, why are you giving backhanded compliments like that? You're over here saying, oh, parenthood is worth it. Parenthood's everything, blah, blah, blah. Then you go around and say to people that are not parents, if they even want to be yet, and you're like, oh, just you wait. Just you wait. It changes that, that, that. Yo, shut up. Shut your ass up. If you don't want to have the child, just say that. Just say that. No need to be judging in the comments. No one cares. No one cares. No one asked. Quite literally, no one asked. Like somebody commenting on that video uh, saying, oh, she clearly doesn't have kids. Oh, just wait. No. You're stupid. Shut up. And so. <sighs> also, men, stop telling a woman you want to get her pregnant. Y'all are annoying and I will abort it, just so you know. Um, you guys need to find new forms to express to women how you love them. And you need to find other ways because having a kid with them is not the answer. I'm sorry. Unless you really both want to, then sure. But find other ways to be expressive. Like, sorry, you can't just pay her bills. You need to actually be emotional and vulnerable and loving and cry. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. If that's not for you, then just don't date anyone. Sorry, not really. Um, also, why, <laughs> as um, men, why are you cheating on your pregnant wife or girlfriend? Ever since I saw that, because I see it more than ever now, like quote trending ill but like it's a very common tiktok trend for some reason that like women are coming forward saying like oh my husband cheated on me while i was pregnant because i wouldn't give him coochie i was like wow oh wow wow like i i can't like i can't um that's why sometimes i just i can't deal with tiktok because people are just either too stupid on there too delusional too like too morbid like there's just too many twos it's just like just be normal but regardless um another reason why i don't want to have kids like at all like i don't want to have to wake up one day and have my future husband find like literally cheat on me while i am about to have his kid so and when if i'm that far along too it's like i can't even abort it like i couldn't even um and then the whole concept of like, well, then don't marry someone if you don't trust them, which I, I will again reiterate, anyone and everyone in your life, no matter how much of a bond you have with them, no matter how much you love them, how much they love you, anyone can hurt you anyone, please understand that you can be in a serious committed relationship for a hundred thousand years. Why do you think that so many people are shocked when like couples that have been together for like 40 plus years get divorced? Think about that. Just think about that. You may not know and I may not know what the reasonings were that for that, but I'm going to, it's going to be a safe assumption that, hey, there was a betrayal amongst both of them or a mutual agreement maybe, but a betrayal could be possible and a lack of trust formed. Just saying, just think about it. It's not an off topic thing. And men, I will say lastly, men trap women with kids too. And I'm going to use the baby, for example, because I fucking hate that guy more than anything. So if you don't know, unfortunately, I learned everything against the baby against my will. Truly, I have learned everything against my will. Uh, it was that's the unfortunate part of Twitter. It's like they will tell you what's going on when you don't even fucking care what's going on. Um. But essentially, off the top of my dome, as if I really remember, roughly it was about baby cheating on uh, musician Danny Lay. 
Um, and I think it was like after she was pregnant, had a kid and he kept telling her, according to Danny, she was saying how like the baby was like, yo, like we're going to have a family, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a kid. We're going to have a family. We're going to be in love, whatever. She would have the kid. She would get pregnant. And then all of a sudden, um, he would be off. He would run off. He would only keep her interested for a certain amount of time that she needed quote and exploited that and ruined that for her. And that's also a reason why I don't fucking trust having children with men <laughs> and let alone with anyone. So I will conclude here. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you listen this far, if you were offended, not really my problem. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I'm hungry. I want pasta and I will see you all next Sunday. Please be safe, everyone. Take care and I love you all. Bye, my fellow aliens. <laughs>